0: Where where I got to grow this football team up um, is is helping them to to understand. Man, you don't you don't you don't press, you don't change. Man, you just focus more on the little things. Uh, where, do, where where do I, where does my second step need to go? Where does my hand placement need to go? What's my communication? And I think sometimes when you're having success, it's easy to let those things go, and then you think that hey, it's just going to happen, uh, and then it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't happen.
1: That's the reality, though. As a coach, it's again, practicing situations. We were on this last week about the penalties with Tony Elliott, and we'll revisit that uh, tomorrow in the Fast Lane, or, or maybe Wednesday. But the reality is, it goes back to that. It's situational practice. It's preparing your team in practice. It's not just running plays. I think college football in particular, but even pro football, where you get the next hottest offensive coordinator. That's the real big phenomenon in the NFL. And there's some value to that. But the challenge often has been, situationally how to handle certain areas and what to do in those spots what do you do from a game management perspective and a lot of that goes back to practicing certain scenarios goal to go situations practicing and mimicking when you're down in a particular area and you've got high leverage practice you execute no sprints you don't execute win sprints that type of thing it's not fun in the moment of practice but it's necessary for a team, I'm not at Virginia's practice. Most practices now are limited to the point where you may get a little bit of a peek here or there, but for the meaningful part, you don't get as much exposure to that. It's one of the big changes that's popped up, not only with social media, but with programs just becoming more guarded and secretive when it comes to information getting out there because there's more ways than ever for the information to get out and even if a reporter just leaks something here or there on a particular show like ours in the fast lane all it takes is a listener to hear that throw it on social media and it starts to gain traction so again i understand why that's the case but it does make you question for virginia preparing and practicing situational football because they've had all these type of things that have popped up How to handle yourself when you celebrate late in the game like Tony Musket did last week, even though the coaching staff didn't seem to think there was a problem with that. How to handle when it's pushing and shoving and the second guy always gets caught, Ty Furnish, last week. How to handle blocked field goal attempts and letting players try it and flagging them for what you can't do, like jumping over the block unit like Jackson did, the linebacker for Virginia, at the end of the game last week. That's a big question. Because, I mean, you may be practicing, it, but it's not playing out, and that's where it's reasonable to provide that question. Just like it's reasonable to ask the question. If you ran 10 miles or 4 miles. This past Saturday. And now you're jazzed up. You got that energy. You got the competitive spirits going. And you're wondering what's next. Guess who's got the recipe for that. InsaneRadioDeals.com Because when you visit InsaneRadioDeals.com Maybe you just want to get in shape for a bigger long term goal. And now you realize hey. I had a good run. But now I want some guidance. Crosswide Athletic Club memberships are here to help. Individual. Couple. Couple. Or family memberships at InsaneRadioDeals.com. And the best part is, when you get one of those, you also get a $50 gift card. Good to Fleet Feet Roanoke or from Fleet Feet Roanoke. Good at any Fleet Feet location. And oh, by the way, Trey, if you sign up for the Star City Half Marathon or 10K, it's in the middle, latter part of November, just before Thanksgiving. That's Saturday. So you've got a month and change to get ready for that and build off of what you just did and take that momentum a little bit further. Guess what?
0: Spoiler: alert, I will, I, I will not run. In
1: it, you're not running it. Well, I'm running one of them, and they can, would. Have,
0: I'd bake it about five feet, and I'd have to pick my dead body.
1: Well, up. you can join me, but you get a bonus because when you go to InsaneRadioDeals.com to get those Star City App Marathon or 10K entries, you also will get a fifty-dollar gift card to Fleet Feet Roanoke And if you want the Star City app and the Crosswhite Athletic Club, guess what? You can put both in the checkout item. And you'll get two gift cards to fleet feet. You'd have to up. make two separate orders, I think. that's uh, I mean, up. you have to make two separate orders, but you can do it that way. So you just make one order, purchase, check out for the Star City App Marathon or 10K. Then make your separate order for it's the CrossFit.
0: And if you did it today, uh, you, I thought you told me you ended on the end of the month. So I, I may or may not have ended it on the 30th, but now I just re, restarted it back up. So it's that,
1: good. That's fine. Cool. It's just for a couple days anyway, Trey. Till we find out what our next best deal is. Welcome to Insane oh. Welcome
0: to some uh, inside baseball stuff. Right
1: here. You know, we're, we're. I mean, we're just kind of giving you an idea of how the sausage. Is that made, might explain here why here you league. didn't
0: tell me today. Like when you, because I was working on changing some promos up. That you heard maybe this promo, and you're like, Trey, why is this not? This is a dated promo.
1: Because normally I would do that. Yeah this again more inside baseball talk. red flag by the way in the fast lane it goes into my three favorite words you know by the way i was in a meeting today with a partner of ours that set has been attention on to in- details yes 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 the boss of this particular company if you really look at insane radio deals.com, by the way trey and i'm not talking to you i'm talking to our listeners and you've been there before you'll notice one business that's missing because they're relocating so as that process takes place you know hey can you pump the brakes on the gift cards for just a moment you know, we'll honor anybody who's gotten it from us the lotus beauty bar but we're about to move in the next week or so and we want to make sure we're up and running in our new location well of course no problem so drop by there my guy thomas by the way he's slated to start trimming my hair 10 days from today so it's on that come on what you're going to be cutting my hair instead no i trust thomas more than trey sorry what would it take what kind of bet could we make we we did
0: one time was it like something impossible, but we need.
1: To, oh my God!
0: At Trail VT at Fast Lane Ed Lane, if there is a wager we could do for me to shave Ed's head, please. I,
1: I got I, one that I thought of. You're gonna hate it. You got to run the Star City Half nope. Marathon or 10K without stopping. <laughs> nope, <laughs> you win. You win. Ah <laughs> yes. That means I get to go to the Lotus Beauty Bar and get it cut. Oh, you still when can they go reopen, there. You the still can cards, do By the way, the gift cards will be back up in the next week and a half or so, so just bear with us at insaneradiodeals.com. But the whole point of bringing that up, Trey, is attention to detail is a phrase that my guy, Thomas, who cuts my hair over there, he uttered that phrase when I dropped by to see him. Anyway, great shopping at insaneradiodeals.com. Speaking of attention to detail, this moment from Virginia Tech's victory over Pitt. The 38-21 victory this past Saturday night was an example of, well, shall we say, attention to detail, clearly not being a focal point. Second down, drones the snap, rolling right, number one, and Maroon lost the ball, popped out of his hands, Pittsburgh has it, touchdown!
0: He just lost it out of his hands, Lovelace picks it up, and runs in from five yards out, it's 28-20.
1: Holy cow, did this game
0: change quick?
1: It's crazy, right? As you heard on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, your home for Virginia Tech football. That'll be part two of our doubleheader this Saturday, which starts at 11:30 a.m. with the Red River. I think let's call it rivalry now. Trade showdown. Showdown. Can't use the old word shootout. Politically incorrect, but we just did. Um, Anyway, that's 11:30 a.m. Oklahoma, Texas, followed by Virginia Tech at 27-point favorites. Florida State. 27 and a half uh, is what I saw the other day. Anyway drones lost the football what was a 21 to 7 lead for virginia excuse me a 28 7 lead for virginia tech quickly became a 28 21 lead for virginia tech over pitt because they gave up the uh big 61 yard pitch and mostly catch and run from Sibo Flemister, uh who you know he and the wide receiver who caught the opening touchdown of the game for pitt i joked uh, i
0: literally made a joke right before the screen and then the fumble i said watch Pitt come back to someone, and they're like, no, they won't. I was like, I've watched enough Tech games to realize that the the fear of God will be instilled back into Virginia Tech fans at some point in this game.
1: Well, it's very reasonable, and it was after that Kyron Drones lack of... Can you repeat those three words of note?
0: Attention to detail, but a ball slipping out of your hands is, I don't know, attention to detail, more of... Bad luck, because that's kind of what happened there.
1: Oh, the I difference would say between that. You and I,
0: I would say the screen pass was more attention to detail than the fumble because the the ball did. It was kind of freaky. The ball he went for a pass, the ball slipped out of his hands. Like, did, like the guy had the best, like the best night of his life. Let's not highlight. Let's not focal point on the one moment. It's kind of like Zach Wilson last night. Well, that lo- led to a loss. Like, I, I think it, I, uh, hopefully and our, this is what great about our show is you don't tell me you're all, all your points, is you're going to get to how we responded after that because that was, that was even better. I guess attention to detail was his response because he... You know, let them want to touch you. Well,
1: you're sitting here trying to tell me that it's not a big problem of attention to detail, Trey. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I had to get that in, of course. Uh, yes, it was an attention to detail fault. But, Trey, to the bigger picture points, you've been around me long enough to know that there's always a positive. Not always, but we 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 look, we try to be as positive as possible. And when you win 38-21, and it really could have been a bigger blowout because all 21 points came on Big plays, if you will. Fumble, scoop, and score, and then two touchdown pitch and catches that were 61 and 75 yards. I mean, again, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln, if it wasn't for those three touchdowns? I get it. But Virginia Tech still wins by 17 because, guess what? They had the adversity of the Kyron Drones fumble that gave Pitt the touchdown, and here's how they responded. Here's Drones the throw. Blitz comes. He gets rid of it. It's caught by Lane in space at the 40. Sprinting to the 30. Lane to the 10-5. Touchdown, Tech.
0: It's a 53-yard touchdown. And a five-touchdown night
1: for Kyron Drones. They beat him with the blitz. What a play. Absolute thing of beauty. Mike Burnup hit the nail on the head, as you heard on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and VTR in Southside. Your home for the Virginia Tech Hokies. um, I mean, look, when adversity strikes... Where do you turn? But you turn to a Lane, like Jalen Lane. It's just that patented last name as, you know, I mean, I'd like to think I battled through some adversity in the 10-mile race I ran this past Saturday. Granted, I didn't have the Jets like Jalen Lane did at the end. It was more just how did I survive getting to the finish line and uh, barely, I might add. But hey, to each his or her own. And Jalen Lane, meanwhile, showing off the more athletic side of the last name uh, with that 35-yard or that touchdown pitch and catch that made it 35-21 Virginia Tech. Uh, Snarky comments aside, Trey, this was that's exactly what you wanted to see out of Virginia Tech. Because when they have been punched in the mouth, proverbially speaking, or in some cases literally speaking, Rutgers, fall down 7-0, never seem to recover. And then they finally come back to make it 21-16, and despite having a good run defense for much of that game, the proverbial damn breaks. Or inclement weather, game before that, against Pitt. Virginia Tech was down 7-0, it became 17-0. Pitt... Virginia Tech rallies back to tie it. Pitt gets a touchdown late. Virginia Tech gets injuries, couldn't respond. And then, of course, Marshall, where Virginia Tech gets the early 7-0 lead. But all of a sudden, Marshall starts finding a way to make plays later in that game and kept their composure. Guess what? When you need to do that, yes, you turn to a lane in the patented grit and athleticism that you would find in Virginia Tech. But the other so part— So you're
0: calling yourself athletic and gritty?
1: Um, You know, I mean, it's all relative, Trey. Okay the grit part i'd like to think there's probably some merit to that the athletic part is uh yeah debatable should we say it's something it definitely is but anyway brent pry he hit the nail on the head he spoke about drones poise after the fumble and just how big of a boost that was is of course you heard coach brent Pry speaking in the post game show on the cbs sports radio lynchburg app your home for Virginia Tech football
0: yeah you know and it, you just learn so much in those in those moments you know that you're playing well and all of a sudden there's a couple hiccups and they got the screen and then the sack fumble and the guys really persevered you know they they they, they hung together they kept their heads up and you know found a way to, to come make a play
1: give them credit I mean they did and it starts with the leadership of a quarterback and he's never out of his head as bad as drones has been he's been accountable which is what you want he's shown that level of positivity to rally and guide his teammates. And it's easy to say that out of the quarterback position, but there have been plenty of times where that's just not necessarily the case. Now, I don't think that's the problem with somebody that we will get to to start off the fast five at five-ish, but I think there is a light that's been shown on other problems, namely just the ability to execute and perform, which is where we begin the fast five at five-ish. It's time for the fast five at five-ish Five fast paced, quick witted things you need to know right now. Number five. 13 of 25 for 112 yards. Is that good? Not really. Okay. Game before that, by the way, by the way, the 13 of 25 for 112 yards came in a 13 to 10 loss. Game before that, on the road at your former venue against a team you probably wanted to beat well. 15 of 30 180 yards is that good i mean two touchdowns is better than one interception but completing half of your passes not exactly what you would expect we'll throw out the vmi game but notre dame i know it was in the weather but 22 of 47 less than 50 percent of your passes 260 but it took you 47 attempts to get there two touchdowns and three interceptions against notre dame and even in the opener 17 of 26 155 no touchdowns no interceptions Those are the going in reverse order against the four 1A teams NC State has played. Game logs for quarterback Brennan Armstrong, who today was benched for MJ Morris. Remember him, Virginia Tech fans, by the way, from leading that comeback last year when Tech had the 21-3 lead in Raleigh and NC State rallied to get the victory? I get it. I understand why you're making this decision if you're NC State. Um, Brennan Armstrong came in with a lot of fanfare. Oh, he's being reunited with Dr. Bob. Well, when the highs are high, yes, it's great but there are a lot of lows in the Dr. Bob offensive scheme as well, and there are a lot of head-scratching lows that you have to deal with and account for, and that's the thing that I think maybe NC State never really took into account in this particular decision, and that's why Brendan Armstrong getting the hook in favor of the more talented, it seems, but maybe better schematic fit, MJ Morris. Number four. Speaking of quarterbacks, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard expected to be out multiple weeks with what has now been deemed to be a high ankle sprain after he left the field on crutches following the loss to Notre Dame this past Saturday. Uh, You want to talk about a brutal way to end the game? I was with uh, somebody at our church parish picnic yesterday and an individual is from that area and mentioned how brutal it was for Duke. And of course, never really got a response that, well, you got five national championships and men's basketball to fall back on. But, you know, snarky comment from my mouth, of course, out or snarky comments that I've made that are out. It's actually a really good point by this individual uh, who's from that area that it is such a brutal way because it was shaping up to be such a good year for Duke. And it all comes crashing down in one fell swoop. And you can say it's a luck of the Irish thing, but I don't even think it was that as much as the fact that, you know, Duke had... Notre Dame right where they wanted them, and they couldn't get off the field on third down. They made brutal plays when they needed to. Or they made big plays when they needed to with Sam Hartman, both his arm and his legs. And ultimately, it paved the way for uh, Notre Dame to get the win. But the real icing on the cake is the loss of Riley Leonard Trey, because I don't think it's even an outlandish statement to say he is really the straw that stirs that drink right now. And again, I think you have to wonder if you're a Duke fan whether it's all going to come unravel for Duke football because. You lose Riley Leonard to injury but on top of that I think Mike Elko is pretty much shown right now with the 4 and 1 start that he can manage a team in a very good situation and we know Michigan State's job is open up I'm sure others will and there will be back channel discussions about the idea of a uh a Mike Elko move to a bigger program that has a vacancy and opening uh you know it stinks with Duke because it's not like finding these type of football coaches have consistently been a thing they've been able to pull off
0: yeah, I, I just think it is simply put their goal is just to make a bowl game and I think it will be successful. We'll see when it, when he comes back.
1: Number three. Three bits of NASCAR news and nuggets here in the fast lane. One, Hendrick Motorsports will enter two additional races this year. The first one coming with, I'm not joking here, 61-year-old Boris said behind the wheel of a road race, the road race at the Charlotte Roval this coming weekend. Um, a little bit of a head-scratcher if you're Hendrick. And you've got two drivers that are in the playoffs. And one of them is advanced to the next round in William Byron. But the other could surely use a good run at Charlotte to punch his ticket to the next round in Kyle Larson. Uh, while you're going with Boris Said in that spot... He's a bit of a head-scratcher.
0: Are you saying, in, like, put them in the Xfinity car? Yeah.
1: Okay. For extra practice. I, I, if I'm with Hendrick, why, I mean, again, granted, the guy's won a gazillion championships. He doesn't need me to be telling him how to run his this business. This is
0: fun. Boris said back. He wanted to beat up Greg Biffle.
1: Well, if you like my fun being back, I like the idea of Roger Caruth getting an opportunity in the Xfinity series car for Hendrick in the season finale for that series at Phoenix Raceway. Um, if I'm Carruth, I absolutely take advantage of it. And it's great equipment. It's a chance to really show out for an organization that is officially not one of the biggest in that series, but it's a chance to get something going for a guy who's only made 15 Xfinity starts over the past two years and a career best finish of 12th at Martinsville with Alpha Prime Racing last year in Roger Carruth. But if I'm Hendrick, uh, and maybe even Karuth, I'd rather give the opportunity to a guy like Roger Carruth. Um, and again, you know me, I'm big into Drive for Diversity drivers, and he's part of that school. But I'd rather see it in multiple races next year as opposed to this year. Number two. Speaking of NASCAR, they are expected to release the 2024 schedule in the coming week, according to Bob Pachras. About time. It's the expectation. There is one big leak coming up momentarily. Um, But this is the latest on record. And look, I've been on NASCAR in a lot of ways, especially NASCAR own tracks they've been deplorable when it's come to handling promotion of their tracks i mean uh, why nobody at nascar or at martinsville speedway or richmond raceway don't seem to communicate even on the idea of just giving us tickets to give away and to use in running commercials and we're on a sports show in a nascar footprint and we i'd like to think somewhat intelligently trey does at least because he's with the frontstretch.com podcast network i'm just here running my mouth but have the ability to talk about nascar and have fans and there's no ticket giveaway there's no communication i mean not to mention this, well then why be shocked if attendance for races next year already goes down? Now, that being said. And number one on the Fast Five at 5A. Five while I've been critical of NASCAR and just was a moment ago, I will flip this around. The idea of having Iowa on the schedule next year. Again, it's the only expected new addition to the NASCAR schedule, but again, I love it if I'm NASCAR. You're bringing in another track that fans have wanted to see on the Cup Series schedule. It's one that's been well received. It kind of fits the mold similarly, Trey. I would say Gateway is probably the closest parallel to Iowa coming on the schedule. But you're willing to go down that road if you're NASCAR and expand your horizons with this? Absolutely. I think it's a very good thing for NASCAR that it appears Iowa will be joining on the NASCAR schedule next year.
0: Yeah, I just wish they had a better car for short tracks, but I I'm the you know, the the, the rumors were that if they couldn't get Montreal worked out, which it, it, it leaned towards possibly going to Iowa. So it looks like the Montreal, and that was the real reason the schedule is being hung up. So it looks like they will not be going to Montreal, at least for next year, the deal didn't go through. So they they revert to Iowa. And I think that's a, that's a really good move. At least there'll be a really good Xfinity race there. And
1: there is your Fast Five at Five-ish. When we come back in the Fast Lane, more on the stories, teams, and topics that matter to you. Covering the Commonwealth Part 1 next in the Fast Lane, on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.